Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. I am the one who knocks. You'll all have chins. I should buy a In mid-2011, there was a conflux of radio's emerging superpowers, masterfully united. T. Sterling Watson and Michael James Dupal revealed to all of terra firma, the lost dial, when in our modern society, it feels like the blind are leading the blind. The lost dial crew are the ties that bind. Arts, philosophy, politics, Hollywood, music, television, technology, common knowledge, common sense, and sensibility, and all other essentials. The lost dial tackles the whole spectrum, as the earth quakes, and the seas rise. It will be in the dial that we trust. We hope you enjoy the show. Episode 104104, The Lost Dial. This morning, or this afternoon, whenever you, uh, or this evening, or, um, whenever you're, you know, tuning 3.30 in. in the morning, whenever you decide to tune into our little show, um, we are powered by All Noise Radio. The silent H. Radio. Radio. Like rhetorical. Rhetorical. You're such a retard. <laughs> Sometimes. Retard. Uh, my name is uh, Michael James Dupal, and sitting across from me is um, Mr. T. Sterling Watson. Oh, I thought you were going to put a silent like H. Mr. T. Oh, well, you usually put the silent H in there. Watson. There you go. Watson. <laughs> Watson. Good morning, ladies. Uh, sun-kissed. I'm doing oh, I'll gra- say, yeah, doing, what are you drinking today? I'm doing the grape shiznad today. Wow. Sun-kissed. Great. It's soothing. It's soothing. It's soothing my uh, torn throat. All the partying and yelling you did? No, I've been I've been like suffering from a cold, just a a, a, a collaboration of um, diseases and ailments and yeah. For the past two weeks since we recorded last, and I'm finally you know starting to feel a little bit, little bit more rejuvenated. Like the finally, studio has that effect on you. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. When I'm when I'm away too long, 
I start to fall apart. Mm-hmm. You know, I start to, uh, you know, it's like going into withdrawals. Like, you I mean, know. your arm was almost attached like a couple months ago when we, you know, had that little unscheduled hiatus and you came in and all of a sudden you're, the, the healing veins and, and muscles started to reattach themselves right, right in front the, of my eyes. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> my arm? <laughs> I'm I don't just, recall. I'm just going along with oh, it. Just okay. Going along I was going to say it. I don't recall ever ruined everything. A, You're uh, just supposed to go along uh, with it. Yes, that's true. It did right in front of your eyes. Mm-hmm. It it's too late. You, you ruined magically it. reattached itself. What was your life anniversary? Oh, life. Oh, yes. Yesterday, I uh, I I broke through the yellow thing <laughs> that they the run tape. through. Yeah, there was the yellow tape, the do not cross police investigation tape. No, I um, <laughs> I turned thirty-one yesterday. Oh my, thirty-one. You're an old man. Yeah, mm. and that's that's all I can really say about it. I didn't do anything. I didn't, uh, you know. Thank you to everybody who uh, wished me well. And I did, but um, you know, you <clears throat> took forever to reply. I mean, it was almost like ten hours later you replied. Twelve but... hours. Pardon? I sent you a text around eleven yesterday. In the morning. Yeah, in the morning. Yes. What did the text say? I don't know if I received it, actually. My phone's been a little... Uh, wonky? Is that a word to... Wonky? Yeah. Wonky? Wonky. Uh, let's see. Um, Read it back. Well, and... I know there's one text that you... Well, at least from me, it says you didn't get. It still says it's sending right now. Uh, but um, <clears throat> that's probably... at 11.08, April 5th, I sent a text that says, Is it your birthday, sir? And are we a go for tomorrow? No, I never got it. Oh, okay. So that's, um, I've, yeah, because in the past. And then 924, that's when you said, are we on for tomorrow? And I'm like, you're like I'm um, good. I was waiting to hear yeah, from you. Yeah, okay, you know, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I did not receive that text um, in, you know, in the midst of the flurry of uh, birthday wishes. And, oh, I and, see. And what, no, and not like that. Not that, you know, <laughs> not that I skimmed over it because I'm like, oh. Oh, it's just him. Black the, the kid. One, yeah, that one black kid. <laughs> the black kid sent me a happy birthday. <laughs> Feel special. <clears throat> no, but um, Tokenism. no. Honest to God, I um, did not receive it, and uh, but I do thank you very much. And he brought me in a nice, um, nice little disc, a burnt disc. It's a motion picture. Motion by picture the, uh, by the Rift Tracks guys. See, that's what I I could not tell if it was. Rip. Oh, that's part you couldn't read. The, you can just the, say something that the, way. I, I, I guess it's two it. Fs. Yeah, but it could be two Ps combined, or it could be an F and a P combined. It could be my handwriting. It could be. Yeah. Usually, when I'm writing on discs, <clears> I, I try to have a, a, a certain type of calligraphy going on. <clears> so, but uh, yeah, Plan Nine, Nine from Outer Space. So you should enjoy that. That should be some some fun for you. I do. Thank you, sir. You're a very nice man. So with with the your your birthday, um, now you're over thirty. I've got a I got a list I was of over things. Thirty. I know you're over for a 30. whole year. I know, but I just found this, so it, I found a, a reason for it to be relevant. Um, I'm gonna go through this list to see if if you've done any of these things, and for that matter, for me, is this a like a a, a, a pseudo bucket list? Sort of, kind of. It's like thirty things travelers must see and do before they're thirty. I don't know if you've traveled. You've so, oh, I've seen a thing or two. Yes, you have in in your your thirty one years, yeah. and me in my twenty seven years. So, uh, number one, have you jumped off something? And I'm not going to read each description after it. Uh, I could, but if they're really short, not a big um, not a big heights guy. No? Um, it depends. I, I guess I can't say I'm I'm 
overall afraid of heights because it depends on what it is that I'm atop of. Mm. Um, I used to, um, back in my drinking days, yeah, we used to drive out to this, um, see where I grew up is so much better than around here for many reasons, but another reason is we have a lot of um, beautiful, natural, um, fun Landscape? spots. Like, for example, um, a lot of old bridges over rivers and um, we got some of that here. Quarries and uh, There's a rock quarry, Meriden. Oh, give it up! But it's not. <laughs> it's not. I mean, who wants to go swimming in a in a in a rock quarry in Meriden? You know how many guys have uh, cinder block shoes on the bottom of that thing? Nobody wants to swim around in that garbage. There's exactly sixteen people that have cinder block shoes down there. Really? No, I oh, don't know. That wouldn't surprise me. I'll say once again, I could have went along with it and came up with this whole story of. Uh, <laughs> Um, let's see, Jonathan McGregor, who was down there uh, back in 1932. Yeah. He... People McPeoplestein. <laughs> what was that kid's name from that uh, phony? Or it wasn't uh, phony. McPerson. But... I yeah. forgot his first name, though. Feely McPerson. <laughs> oh, that was a great story. But, um, um you know, uh, just a lot of great spots to go jumping into water, basically. Um, you know, it's, it's very rural and that adds to it, you know, mm-hmm. it's different when you live in a, in a more urban landscape, like around here and you have those spots because it's, is it that you just don't know where they are? Cause I know where they are like around here, the bridges and the, the waters you can actually swim in safely around here. Yeah. Well, at least yeah, I'm talking about Meriden. Who not wants like... to see them? Who wants to know them? <laughs> well, the locals do. Cause that's, I mean, I had friends. That I, I figured it. you guys, I, I figured you guys just go. Do something boring like go swim in a community pool. Oh no, I wouldn't. I mean, there's, with all the again, rest of the grocers. There are people that do, but I don't. Um, I was actually one of the boring kids. I stayed in the house, played video games. Um, right. But I had friends. They would uh, do cliff diving um, and jumping into waters. And it, actually, I think it was by the quarry. I don't think you play in the quarry, but I don't know. I, you're you're a city kid, though. You you got to admit to yeah, me, though. I would that there's something more. There's something more. Um, uh, not festive, but something that um deep down inside makes it all the more. Just feels more right to do things like that in a country setting, in a rural setting. That's what makes the country so different than the city, mm-hmm. you know? I mean... Yeah, I'm definitely a city mouse. So, yep. <clears throat> or a suburban mouse. I'm sorry. That's that's really what I am. Yeah, that's... suburban mouse. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, back in, like I was going to say, back in my drinking days, um, we used to uh, pack the uh, old Pathfinder mm-hmm. um, full of drunkies, uh, me at the helm, <laughs> and Gage. <laughs> and... Uh, We'd uh, we'd go, you know, drive at night because it would always be like, you know, wherever I worked, all of us after work, you know, and oh, dude, yeah. we'd go get blasted and then we'd drive up to either this place or that place, suspending bridges and stuff. And, and we'd um, set up tiki torches and we'd Love do night things. swimming and stuff like that. And we, yeah, jumping. But those, I mean, those weren't like huge jumps or anything. There was this... Uh, but at least you jumped off something, and then that's <clears throat> that's what they're saying here. It was like whether it be by a tree, by the river next to your childhood home, or mm-hmm. bungee jumping from Victoria Falls. Bridge yeah, nothing, Broadway. nothing extreme like that. I mean, there's um, there's some serious quarries in um, Fitzwilliam, which is the town that my parents live in. Um, you know, and that's 
you know, granite quarries. I mean, granite was the big thing up there at one point in time. Mm. But um, <clears throat> they're, I mean, these cliffs are massive. Mad. I mean, they're high, dude. And each one has a name. Like they spray painted names on each of the mm. different cliffs. One is um, FHS, and that stands for. Um, the F word, high stone, uh-huh. F and high stone or something like that. Or Steve, I don't know. But um, yeah, people, I, th- those I never jumped off from because that's where high. crossed the line. Yeah. Well, how high was the highest one that you jumped off? Mm. If you can give a, a an estimate. Okay. So you <laughs> no, just showed I'm, me about maybe a yard or <laughs> maybe a yard and a half. I don't know, dude. I don't know. There's, there is a Four limit, feet. but it, but like I said, it also depends on the spot. I mean, mm. It depends you on know, what you're jumping into, like if it's true. water. Or, I mean, and how safe you feel with um, you know, how much liquor you if, had. If there's if there's jaggedness underneath <laughs> that water, you know, I mean, yeah. So it all depends on the uh, the spots where the line waves. is. It's danger under them waves. Let's not go there. Yeah. Um, let's move on to number two. Uh, did you see any of the seven wonders of the world? Ah, I thought there were eight. Oh, King Kong's eight, right? Yes. Which I did see him three times. Well, he, he's three, not, three. He's not an official three. wonder of the world since it is a motion picture yeah. remade like three or four times. Um, <clears throat> see, most people would think that the uh, seven wonder the seven wonders of the world are um, interesting, but a lot of them aren't that interesting. Mm. Uh, no, I don't believe I've seen any of them. Yeah, and I am talking about the ancient ones because they recently came up with the seven new wonders of the world. Yeah, which I'm are. sure are way better. Like one of <laughs> one of the original seven wonders is like the hanging plants of a Zuzu yeah, or something. Doesn't even exist anymore. It's like ugh, who cares? I mean, the pyramids is obviously one, right? Mm-hmm. Pyramids. Ooh, popping your peas a little too hard there. <clears throat> uh, have you ever partied in Las Vegas? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Across well, two off the list. Um, I already this one is. I think everybody's done this, but take a vacation that isn't spring break. What? That isn't? Right. They're, I've, ne- they're, I've never gone on spring break. I've never you, done spring break things. No, no, actually, neither have I. Um, you had your opportunity to drink beer upside down and insist you don't need sunscreen while in college. Besides, you don't remember anything from those trips anyway. Okay. Yeah, like I said, I'm not really going to read the descriptions under these. Um, Attend at least one large celebration. And by celebration, they mean like Mardi Gras or the Time full square, moon party. Yeah. Easter Mass, and yeah, Times Square. I guess that Times Square was that like for New Year's or something. Yeah, oh. Times Square. Yeah, yeah, New Year's Eve. Nice. No, no, I've never done it. Oh, well, oh, I thought you were asking. asking me what that was. No, if like, if you've you attended that, at dummy? least, <laughs> I'm asking if you had attended at least one large of of the of the of the well known mainstream ones. No, but I mean, I've um, I've gone to a few festivals that were. Um, it's on this list, so we'll get oh. to that one. Um, as far as the mainstream ones, no. My brother just attended Mardi Gras uh, this last one. Um, right, right. And you can hear about that trip on one of their episodes of uh, the Porchcast mm-hmm. on their past episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever hit up a nude beach? A nude beach? A nude beach. No, but I kind of always wanted to. But I need to get back into shape. I'm kind of not yeah. as not, not as good looking naked as I used to be. I'd say I'd probably do it from afar because of that <laughs> same reason. <laughs> <laughs> just look like a peeping perv. Um, spend several days with only with what you, ah, let me try that again. Spend several days with only what will fit in a backpack. Oh yeah. yeah you've done that. Oh yeah. Yeah. You seem like you would. Yeah. Uh, swim in the ocean. 
We live on. Have Lincoln. you ever swam in the? I, yeah, I guess for people who were born and raised in Nebraska, maybe. Uh, yeah, it'd be a little difficult yeah. for them to do that, but we live on the East Coast, so. Yeah, the ocean's no big deal. Not really. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Sleep somewhere where you have to light a fire to stay warm. Oh, Jesus, yes. I'll say, yeah, of course you did. You're a country boy, so. Uh, ooh, 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 I'm a country boy. <laughs> Whatever song that was. Um, do some sort of adrenaline sport. Adrenaline sport? Mm-hmm. Uh, Aren't all sports things that rile up adrenaline? Here are the examples I give. Raft, raft a class five rapid mountain bike whistler in the summer surf large waves does it have to be whistler in the summer (laughs) (laughs) they're just throwing something else do something that scares you is basically what sure what sport was that um i don't know um masturbating at thirty thousand feet okay no i don't know (laughs) uh hit up one of the caribbean i've done i've i've done some well uh, mountain biking and some pretty crazy you know rough terrain i guess that fits Oh, um, God, help me. One of the Caribbean islands? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I think you said you've been on at least one cruise. Yeah, one. Yeah, we went to uh, the Cayman Islands, mm-hmm. um, Island Isla Rotan, Isla Rotan, which is off the coast of Honduras, um, Cosmo, yeah. So I've, Good times. Yeah. Uh, take a take one ultimate road trip, which that I have done. Jesus, that. did that last year. Ultimate road trip. I'm Mister Ultimate Road Trip. <laughs> I'm master of the. Well, I've been all up and down the East Coast so many times, so I'm like the master of the East Coast. But was but, there? Has there been one ultimate one? one oh, that, that just supersedes all those that you've been doing. Oh, uh, one that was way more incredible than all the rest. So so far for me, it's been my trip to Florida because. That was just me in a tiny little red car that I rented. See, that's something I've never done is the farthest. Oh, well, I mean, back and forth to Pennsylvania. But like right after I graduated, well, a friend of mine um, went to school at some in some little crack town down in Maryland Mm -hmm. uh, to college. And um, that was the first time I ever went on a pretty decent ride all by myself was to go down and see my friend in Maryland. But other than that, and other than trips back and forth to Pennsylvania, I've never gone on anything longer by myself. That's a long trip to Florida all by yourself. Right. I give you a lot of craps. That's that's number I mean, tr- props. That's number Oops. 12. Number 13 is uh, actually also applies to my trip to Florida, and that's go somewhere alone. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. That's a long ride. That is a long to ride. To be by yourself. And, but, I mean, it was fun. Some um, people do I mean, I could do it. I know I could because I like being alone at times, you know. I'm not a... Um, I'm not someone who is like starved for human interaction all the time, you attention know. And, yeah. Um, well, I love my dose of attention, you know, but of I. <laughs> That's what the show is all about. It's all about attention. Um, take a train somewhere, but then again, I feel sure. like that's something most people have done. Yeah. Well, I mean, compared com- compared to how you know the rail system now compared to the United States rail system of the. 1800s big difference yeah i mean a, yeah. a lot of people now in today's modern day has never been on a train this is true <clears> i mean <throat> it, it took me until i went to college i think the first time i've been on a train yeah so back in the day that was just you didn't jump in your car you jumped on a train mm. it also depends where you live if you live in like the city and like new york or something then yeah the train's part of a way of life to get in or out of the city mm, you'd be so. amazed like if you i'm 
referring back to my the town my parents live in. It's a very small, sleepy little New England town. But at one point in time, there was a, a junction, mm-hmm. two main... Petticoat junction? Yes, that's what it was called, actually. Um, there, the theme song. there was a, um, a junction of two main railroad lines that went right through their town, or the town, back, you know, 1800s. And it was, the town was actually kind of booming back then. And then they pulled all the lines up, and you know now it's just a quaint little sleepy town where nothing happens. But at one point in time, when the railroads went through, yeah, it was booming. Mm, nice. Um, and then we'll take a halfway <laughs> break after this one. Uh, go to a music. Oh, festival. we got to do a break already? No, not really. I'm just gonna come back to it later. Oh. Um, go to a music festival. So which one yeah. did you go to? Um, a couple. Just uh, not any. Like again, not mainstream music festivals. Um, I've gone to you know little random hippie festivals. You know, in secluded areas, one being on top, it was called the, the the festival was called Terra Alta, but it was on top of a mountain in West Virginia, way out in the middle of nowhere, West Virginia. And like you really like when I say mountain, like the the, the festival was on top of the mountain and had a big, huge. So it's not like the mountains you had to jump off of. No. no, I mean, like going up it was like kind of hairy like driving up this mountain but once you got to the top it was like the whole top of the mountain was this big huge rolling green open field mm. it was amazing wow and that's i mean and there were hundreds of people up there attending a festival where there were bands and you know like anybody like uh that's still well how long ago was it mm, let's say maybe 2002 Is anybody still relevant that we know uh, Sound Tribe Sector 9 was there. This was, I mean, I don't know how big they are nowadays, but I saw Sound Tribe, Tribe Sector 9 with uh, my girl Rebecca Morris. Whoop, whoop. I, I've never given her a shout out before, but um, we went and saw them in Providence. I had never heard of them. Um, and I actually attended the festival with her as well and a bunch of other people uh, up on this mountaintop in West Virginia, and they were there too. So there were a couple other people there, but nobody... Um, like I said, this was very non-mainstream, you know, mm-hmm. grilled cheese festival. So <laughs> grilled cheese festival. Um, speaking of shout outs, uh, we will give a shout out to this guy who's been listening to our show for quite a while. No, I, he won't. He might. I guess I'm assuming he, you might know him. I don't know. Uh, his Twitter handle is uh, G7ON. Um, oh, that's Nick Baker. Oh, OK. So the I believe, G7ON. Yeah. NLB. All right. So he said, he's just listening to 103 and the <laughs> Jawakin Phoenix. I list, I looked at his IMDb and his first name is pronounced Joaquin. Great show. So I replied to him. Uh, we know we just enjoy. Let, let me see. Uh, oh, you're. Yeah. I, was, I, I don't want to read the whole conversation. I just want to read what he was saying. Yeah, that's Nick Baker. Um, <laughs> but he figured out that that's what we we're talking about. Um, <laughs> that we were doing it on purpose. Yeah. Uh, I was like, and he says like, uh, I was thinking to myself, these two knew, know everything about movies. They must be joking around. I was yeah. like, yeah, I'll be, yeah, we are. Joking, yeah. But he's listened to around 60 shows. Really a great alternative to most of the junk on the radio. Nice. Podcasts of the future. So yeah. thank you, Nick Baker, now that I know that's what your name is. <laughs> Nicholas Baker. So we have to get a little <clears throat> shout out to him. So I've known that listening. kid since he was uh, knee-high to an armadillo. You got armadillos up there in uh yeah sometimes sometimes hmm. <laughs> when the weather's right <laughs> um what do we have for time here oh, okay got about <clears throat> and since it is like something that's most recent in the news we have to uh 
give a, I don't know, should it be a pseudo moment or a real moment of silence? To Kim Jong-il? <laughs> to Roger Kim. Ebert. Oh, what did he Let's kick see. the bucket? He passed away yesterday, I think. Yesterday, he, yesterday. He the day before rocks. yesterday. The day before yesterday. Who was that guy? Who? Roger Ebert. Movie the guy? Movie critic. Oh, God. Like, Famous. Guy. I give him two thumbs down on oh, his on his very would. on his e- very irrelevant death. You would, man. Just like the day before, he announced that uh, through his um, blog that his cancer returned. So, and then the next day, that's too bad. What so, kind of cancer? I don't know. I don't. I've already forgot. Or maybe I didn't know. I don't know. But uh, he had inspired me to you know to do don't, my movie. Don't yes, make yes, things up. I'm not making it just up. Just because he's dead, he inspired me. You people make me sick. Oh, I'm you people. What do you mean by you some, people? Well, not like how you think. I mean, but uh, black people. Not how your kind would take that. My so kind? offensively. What do you mean by my? <laughs> when is um Django coming out? Do you know? Is it out on DVD <laughs> yes, yet? Last week. Oh. Uh, it's not out yet, and that's okay. Let me just look it up now, so uh, we can put that issue to back. rest. Um, no, I mean you people that uh, you know, once somebody kicks the bucket, everybody comes out of the world. Yeah, saying, oh, like, oh he's I'm, such a I great was guy. so inspired by that person. That person gave me hope. That person's my idol. Yeah, yada yada. Give me a break. <clears throat> I like the way he writes. Um, yeah, he's also oh, he's written a, a screenplay. He's a great writer. Oh yeah. Well, what did he write? Um, I want to say it's Valley of the Dolls or something. Some yeah, movie I didn't have. Great seen. movie. Really great movie. Uh, what <clears throat> I forget what I was looking for. Um, Valley of the Blind, leading the blind. Django Unchained. Because I don't have my. Oh, I just go. I don't know. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Because you're black. I figured I'd ask you. <laughs> yeah, right. And you're just waiting for that question. It's like, oh, I'll, I'll see him on Saturday. I'll ask him. He'll know. <laughs> no, I'm actually looking forward to it because I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not even gonna like check it out. I'm just gonna buy it. That's what I do with Tarantino films. So, yeah. like, well, because I didn't see Inglorious Bastards in the theater, I just assumed it was amazing. And I need to watch it again. Inglorious Bastards. I'll I'm say it right now. Quentin Tarantino inspires me. I'm not gonna wait till he's dead to come out and be like, oh, what an amazing man. What a great career, you know? That is actually a question I had. Um, like, what is it that inspires, like, you and I to do this show? Like, if there's people or just a thing. The women, the money, okay, the fame. That works. The I was power. actually looking for a person, you know. Oh, 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 okay. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Well... Other people who As do you're thinking this about sort it, of thing. I'll, yeah, I'll I'll say, I'm gonna get uh, back. To, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back on that. I'll say Tom Joyner was the first person to get me inspired, and he's a uh, morning radio show host. He still does his show, uh, syndicated throughout the country. Uh, I first heard him, I think, when I was in high school, and I'm like, wow, this guy is, you know, and the people around him, they're just hilarious, and they get to do this every morning for a living. I want to mm. do this. Um, that idea didn't come back until I think around my first year in college, and I decided. Um, even though I was studying creative writing and I still really like creative writing, um, I'm like, well, you know, I think this might be a little bit more fun to do, right. or at least I can always do both. There's nothing wrong doing both of those. Oh yeah. So after I left, uh, SUNY purchase, I went to Middlesex and started, uh, communications. He said Middlesex. <laughs> um, <laughs> I never actually finished getting a degree there. Cause you know how many hits that, uh, Barbie videos gotten since we, uh, two, <laughs> 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 I actually did listen to the last show. I'm like, wow, it's, we just kind of went on and watched it way longer than we probably should have. Yeah, but it's all right. It, yeah, it's okay. It's what we do. Um, but yeah, Tom Joyner is 
I think my main inspiration and uh, role model for, I guess, broadcasting, I guess. Is or, he dead? No, he's still alive. Is that why you're speaking so highly of him? I am not speaking highly <laughs> of him because he is not dead. Yeah. I mean, obviously, um, you know, I'm, I'm not a huge uh, Howard Stern fan anymore, but I was before he moved on to satellite radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he was on terrestrial radio fighting with the man, the FCC all the time, you know, before he got, you know, I mean, he was making good money before he went to satellite, but I mean, the money and the power just went, he's such a, he's such a phony. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I mean, I, I don't know. He's, I think he's a big phony now. Um, obviously, you know, I, I still like Opie and Anthony. I mean, I listened to them years and years and years ago before they made it big on uh, satellite radio. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Joe Rogan, um, not the fa- I mean, and he's not, you know, you wouldn't Joe Rogan automatically be like, oh, radio personality. Mm-hmm. But he, he has a great show. Oh yeah, there's a lot of podcasts out now that are just awesome. Yeah. And I I think it. some of the people that weren't in the radio industry to begin with who now that podcast <clears throat> now that podcasting is a big thing, everybody's doing it. Mm-hmm. I think there's some surprise people out there that right. are like, "Wow, you know, they they're really entertaining. They got a great show." And I feel like that's why Ricky Gervais kind of blew up the way he is cuz he had a podcast. I think he had a podcast first before he actually like Or no, he was actually on the radio too. Uh-huh. Um, I, I don't want to call him a huge inspiration, but he is pretty funny on, you know, Dick Robinson, right? Dick Robinson. Got to give it up to him, uh, because all nice radio and everything. Um, but now I think it's time for us to take a little yeah, break. We got to take a break. So we'll be back. Episode one Oh four lost dial powered by all noise shouts to Dick Robinson, the man, the legend, not the myth. Thanks for listening to The Lost Dial. If you like our podcast, please rate us and comment on iTunes and Podbean.com. Also, check out our friends Aaron, Andy, and Amacy at The Porchcast, and Didi and Ariel at Catnaps and Cognac. Both can be found on iTunes and Podbean. And now, back to the show. Black and never go back. Sounds like a combination of Amy Winehouse and um, that English broad who just had a a baby. Adele. Adele, yeah. I would say Duffy, but you don't really know Duffy. Nope. No, but uh, that is uh, Jen Wigmore. Jen. Yeah. Jen Wigmore. Yeah, her, that's her newish album, I believe. I think it just came out in the last yeah. couple weeks. Um, well, that's Jin Wigmore bringing us back from the break, back to episode 104, The Lost Dial, powered by allnoiseradio.com. So last week I had talked about uh, advanced mobile care for my app of the week. Oh, that sounds so interesting. I know, I know. But this is one of those apps that uh, for those who have an Android phone that they more than likely they should have it. This guy is This guy is sleeping on a bed 
made of money these days. George R. R. Yeah. Martin. Yeah, I love how he uh, is doing the whole J. R. R. Tolkien thing. Yeah. You know, just because he's right, he, he he's the modern day. You know, whatever that type of author fantasy. I guess. Yeah, it works. George yeah. R. R. Martin. Sorry, go I've on. never heard of him. I don't. I don't read much. Game of Thrones. Yeah, wrote so. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is huge right now. I know the whole. I just didn't know who wrote it. Yeah, I, I know it's a book. But I just don't know who wrote it yeah. I, until now. Thank you very much for that enlightenment. The, the two R's, yeah. <laughs> yes, and uh, with the other person, what's her face? Um, Harry Potter. J.K. Lady. Rowling. She doesn't have the double. Well, she does, but she doesn't have a name before that. Right. It's like it's not like Cynthia J.K. Rowling or something. J.R.R. Tolkien, J.K. Rowling. George R. R. Martin. That's a thing in the fantasy, the uh, the fantasy fiction genre. All the authors. So I guess that's what you have to do when you publish your book. You just be uh, no, because I'm not MJ writing. I'm not writing that type of book, though. No, but I mean, it, it'll give you like that extra flair or no. something, or maybe just throw an extra letter in there. Michael J. Dupaul. That's it. Maybe split up Dupaul and then it'd just be uh, <laughs> Michael Michael J. J. Du Paul. No, I was gonna say Michael Michael J. D. Paul. That's queer. <laughs> Sorry. Whatever. Tell um, me about this boring app. <laughs> uh, the app for those who people who have Android, uh, it will help you. It recently got an update since the last time I talked about it, and I didn't really give it Thank much justice. Uh, so it's got mobile antivirus on it, anti-theft. So that basically means somebody steals their phone. You can use somebody else's phone to call that phone to figure out where it is, mm-hmm. lock it, or do whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. It's got a battery saver, which helps for me like when I'm at work. Does it have a battery saver? It's got a battery saver. <laughs> uh, call blocker, which keeps going off every time I ignore a call. Um, and it's like, do you want to block this call? Are you sure you want to block this call or you don't want to block this call? Mm. It's got a system tune-up, so when your phone is running kind of slow and ragged, you can run the scan and it'll, it'll speed things up for you. It's got a game speeder, which I've never used because I don't really play too many games. I like it when things have a game speeder just because... You think it's going to speed up everything. Right. It might. I don't know. I've never used it. It's got the task killer. It's got the app manager. It's got a privacy locker, which basically hides Does it have a task killer by any chance? It's got a task uh, killer on it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just going along with it. Um, privacy locker, which uh, protect your private photos for those people who like sexting, I guess. Um and it protects what the passwords. Hey, sext me later. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> cloud backup and restore, which I've actually used, so that way all the information that I have on my phone is backed up somewhere. So in case something does happen on my phone, I can get it later. Um, so yeah, definitely check it out. Again, it's called Advanced Mobile Care. It's made by IOBit uh, Mobile Security. Once you get this app, you probably don't need all those other ones that help do the same thing that I just listed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I actually uninstalled a few of those other apps because it just made it redundant. So that's why I wanted to talk about it again because it's it's really great. Uh, for those for um, shout out to Catnaps and Cognac who had me on their show for um, talking about being stingy with uh, giving out stars I would give this a five star rating because it's just that they said you're stingy on giving out stars I told them I was stingy so they had me on the show to talk about why I was stingy so um, I had to explain because I think think you're more generous than uh, oh well I, I am I am stingy about it I'm real stingy with my likes on Facebook I'll read comments or or things everybody's got to like everything you know? exactly mm-hmm. and I don't want to just be one of those people who just likes everything because I don't I'm like well that and good. liking something is so blase you mm-hmm. know what I mean like don't if I like <clears throat> it I'm really gonna like okay that was good I appreciate whatever it was that you just shared that, that was good and I when like I it. like something I don't just like something it's like I like something <laughs> you know like and I want to express it that way I don't want 
like, uh, exactly. I don't, I don't want to just give a up. thumbs up. Duh, you know? Some people are a little too generous with with their with their likes and their thumbs up. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's nice. And, you know, for, you know the Wachovia twins would have made it a lot more interesting if they had designed it. I mean, just this, yeah, they would have more options. They, they would have blase had the things. You know, they would have had the dislike button. Yeah, I don't think people could handle the dislike button because then. People would start disliking things, and they'll be like, "Why did you dislike it for?" We're not Cameron and Tyler Winklevoss wouldn't have done it that way. That's their first names. <clears throat> Tyler and Cam, um, Cameron and Tyler Winklevoss. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I was just, I wasn't sure if the other something you're making up. No. Okay. Fine. <laughs> fine. That, that's fine. Yeah, I was just checking. You just, you know, assume I pull everything out of my ass. Yes, I do. Actually. Pull every. <laughs> As for a more fun app, um, the Archer Soundboard, which is officially from the Archer people. They have a, a soundboard. I don't really care for soundboards at all, but this one I actually What's did. What's a soundboard? Soundboard is, um, I'm telling for, I know you know what it is, but for those who don't know, it's got all like the, uh, maybe like one-liners from the show. Yeah, let's hear some. Sound effects. Um, I actually took a few and made them into ringtones. I, I know you don't like it because anytime, you know, I know every, you every once in a, every once in a it, blue it's moon, just, it's horrible, but when every I once it, in a blue moon, when I do a, you know, I want to do sound effects on a show, <laughs> you just die a I little just bit inside. I just poo-poo it. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is horrible. Yeah. Um, what was that? <laughs> oh, it's uh, <laughs> like, what? That sounds so familiar. That is... Um, uh, you sit when, there looking at me like like I did it. I'm like when someone from your side when someone table. who other, when people who own Apple products, mm-hmm. um, you know, necessarily this is not a phone, but it can be used as a phone with other people who have Apple products. For example, I just got a bunch of texts from Michaela Dupaul Brady. Mm-hmm. Who's that? I'm kidding. I know who that is. But was she? Sending you texts, I guess. What does this say? It says, the first one is, I have a party to go to today, so if I don't text you, I'll be at the party. And then, love you too, because I wrote one last night, love you. Daddy, are you there? Are you at work? Daddy, you must be at work. Are you, question mark? <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what I just got. Yeah, needy. You're so needy. I'm doing a and show right she? now. I'm, you're needy. Um, she'll be eight next month. Ugh, it's the worst age. Needy. Maybe I should type it back. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's that's. I'll play it again. And for those savvy listeners, yes, that is in our intro, but and that is from Archer. Um, it's just, yeah, check it out. It's fun. There's there's no more. There's more. There's lots more. Let me hear. All right. Of course, some most of this won't be relevant. Like. You know, unless you watch the show, um, a lot of these are from the first two seasons, and right now they're in their fourth season. Mm. Actually, that was in the episode I last watched night. Seriously, Lana, call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone from Top Gun. Is that Archer's voice? That is Archer's voice. Yeah. Isn't that the guy uh, from uh, Family Guy? Uh, he does the voice of the guy, the kid who works at the store who's obsessed with movies probably he does a lot of different voices he i first heard him in home videos uh that cartoon that used to come on cartoon network home videos um not familiar bob's burgers he does the voice for that i don't watch that show a lot of people like that show but i'm not really too fond of it um but i think he's most famous right now for archer i would say Hmm. unless people don't watch Archer and they watch Bob's Burgers. I'm like, hey, that's the guy from Bob's Burgers. I'm like, yeah, okay. Um, and he's also doing a commercial now. Um, 
It, was, it had to do with the match uh, March Madness. But it was for some other product. I can't You've seen the show Workaholics that's on Comedy Central, right? Yep. I've seen like three or four episodes. It's, I mean, it's amusing, right. I guess. Uh, <laughs> amusing. The kid, the kid his, in the show, his name is Adam DeMamp. I find some entertainment value in there. <sighs> Jesus. Oh, I'll leave you alone. Good. You get the hint. <laughs> um, that was a weird noise. Was that what that's from? Or where is that from? I don't know. It's just something that came with it. No, I, I, I got, I go and search out the different sound effects. Yeah, um, change mine. I've got the uh, transformer. You know, I, I was, you killed a train of thought here. What, hey, what why do you think I feel? I know. <laughs> what, what did, I, what did I just start saying? I'm I don't care. <laughs> Let me read a magazine. Hey, did you know Bloody Blue? Did the Bloody Blue? It would have been great if I actually had a magazine in front of me. I could actually use some real words. Bravo. <laughs> you, you, you've handed my ass to me. There you go. Thank you. On a silver platter. But in all honesty, because, stuck in it because I am important, what was I talking about? Give my fort back. Sorry. Go on. I don't remember what I was saying before. <laughs> you were talking about workaholics. Oh, oh, yeah. The kid who plays Adam See, DeMate. not only can I interrupt you, but I can remind you what you're talking about. I am that good. I, I saw him in a commercial anyway. Okay. That's it. That's I, don't, I can't remember what it was for, though. <laughs> So all you had to do was just re- reply to me saying how I saw um, or heard his voice in a commercial, and then you had a similar story, but you don't remember what he was advertising either. Yeah. Brilliant. He's the short kid with the black hair in Workaholics. I don't know what his name is in real life, but... I don't know that show well enough to know what their <clears throat> their names are. It's just, You know, it's... I think the three of them, like, personality-wise, they're, they're, they're interesting characters. Like, the, you know, they're they're... They're funny. They're funny, quirky characters. Mm-hmm. But the the premise of the show is is nothing unique or original whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Three slacker kids that it's live like, in L.A. It's almost like Office Space, but a TV series. Yeah, it's uh, not nothing original whatsoever. But you know, it still <clears throat> has some entertainment value to it. Um, Dave Matthews uh, is touring this summer. Oh, you gonna go? You know, back in the day when Dave Matthews was good, maybe I would have. But I, it was very hard, just like getting Pearl Jam tickets. It's hard. I just found out today, Green Day's in um, at Mohegan Sun. What? Green Day. I know I heard you. Okay. Um, Ali Velchi is moving to Al Jazeera. <laughs> really? Yeah, really. Did you know? No. He's leaving. I don't know. I don't know when it's official, but he's leaving CNN. Al Jazeera is really uh, making a dent uh, these days. I guess so. I don't. I don't think I have that channel, but uh, are, sound effects, <laughs> real live sound effects. Now we are a Foley uh, studio. Dropping all that. Really, he's going to be an economist. I'm assuming, right? Because yeah, he's still going to be doing his, um, his, I guess, <laughs> financial reviews. <laughs> Sound like such a real fan, not even really knowing what to call it, but financial yeah, he's, advisor he's, type of thing. Yeah. Your money. Yeah, but, you know, only on Al Jazeera now, so. I wonder if he's going to still dress as nice. Probably. I mean, that's his, his forte. His, his Twitter. I already said forte. Did you? Don't, you? Yes. You just... That is his, tr- his, his calling card, his trademark. Is that better? <laughs> you okay? You going to sign off on that one? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. I mean, even mm-hmm. his, uh, his Twitter avatar is him kind of, um, uh, like, kind of. Playing with his cufflinks or something. <clears throat> so we should call this show "Cat Fights" and. Uh, I don't know how to spell we're, that. We're very, we're very <laughs> today. <laughs> we have to bring some, <laughs> some some 
I guess, dynamic. But, you know, you would assume that whoever, um, you know, whatever brand names he's wearing, CNN, maybe not, though, because he's better dressed than everybody else. So maybe that's his own his own, uh, his own wardrobe. But, you know, I think it is. most of these anchors, you know, if if they go through Brooks Brothers, everybody's dressed in Brooks Brothers, you know, like. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Ali Velci is uh, he's a he's one hell of a dresser. Mm-hmm. I'd assume he's he's just he doesn't have a closet, but he has another room just full of. Like, oh yeah, just suits. Like a room as big as our lounge, right? And he'll just have to walk in here and like he hits a button and everything, you know. Exactly, um, like he, in a dry cleaner. He doesn't have. Speaking of which, I got to pick some stuff up. Okay, um, he's got maybe. <laughs> 400 suits i'll say that so that way at least there's some days he can change completely into something else mm. so he's not necessarily a suit for every day but you know extra just in case that would be a pain you know just all right let's say you're starting off let's say you get a job as an anchor mm-hmm. you're just starting off like suits is not something like that night you can throw in the washing machine and the next day you got a clean suit. Like you got to bring stuff to the dry cleaners all the time. Mm -hmm. And you know, it takes a day or a couple days. So, I mean, starting off as an anchor, you're going to, you're going to need enough suits. So you're not stumbling over yourself throughout. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Like over a period of time, you can, you know, you can put together a pretty decent wardrobe where, you know, you can have stuff out to the cleaner for a week and not need to go pick it up because you got enough stuff. But I mean, you know, most, you know, anchors who just start, they don't have that many suits. They can't. I mean, it's, it's not necessarily always about the suit either. Cause you can, you can have the same black suit, but just different shirts and ties to go along with it. And so you'd you wouldn't you'd rewear stuff, is what you're saying. You could, you could, you could have maybe like. But two what or three if you're suits. like me, like a smoker? Well, then you have to have a whole lot of Febreze with you. Then to make sure that Febreze. You, that's called masking. Um, until you can have some time to it. go to go clean it. Potty the, words. <laughs> the, the weekend. Mm. Uh, my father is a big uh, suit wearer. He loves suits. How many How many suits would you say he's got? Oh man. Um, I would guess maybe twenty. Nice. Could be more or less. Um, but he, um, and as for I'm sure he to dresses cleaners, to impress on Sundays. He does, but he doesn't even necessarily have to. Sometimes <clears> he'll <throat> just do it like in the off days after he gets out of work. I don't know um, if you've heard the discussions, and I'm sure they've talked about it numerous times, or maybe not numerous times, on uh, the porch cast about how black people dress on Sundays. Yes, I think I had yeah. a good laugh about <clears> that episode, uh, talking about how they went to some certain right. This restaurant. was this was down in Pennsylvania. Uh, Amacy had. Uh, me and my brother, I went down with my brother originally to Pennsylvania, but <clears throat> Amosy, um, you know, missing his, um, <laughs> missing his, what would a shadow call their, their person? <laughs> <laughs> missing their shadow or just. He's like, like he's the shadow. My brother's the, the thing that makes shadow the shadow. Caster. <laughs> yeah. When, when, when the shadow's missing his shadow caster. <laughs> You know, yeah. he had to come down and, and, and live with my brother for a little while. But anyway, one Sunday we drove out to Abington, which is a <clears throat> more of a northern suburb of Philly, and ended up going to some country time buffet, old country buffet. Mm-hmm. And of course, it was on a Sunday and all the um, all the African-Americans were getting out of church. And this one particular guy, man, he was... Hip to be square, dude. Dressed to the nines. To the nines. To the gills, dude. 
like this full red suit, like even had like a red fedora with a quail. F- I mean, I wish not, I knew what episode. He didn't look like a cheesy. You. He didn't look like a cheesy pimp or anything. Like, I don't know if you're hearing these peas like I, I am. am, and I can see them popping on here. So yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, and this will stay with us forever because we were so flabbergasted by this guy. He was just like a knockout. I mean, he was just like, I wish I could have seen him every Sunday. Yeah. And there are people that, um, not so much at my church cause we, we don't do it as much. Yeah, you don't, um, yeah. only because we, it's not about the clothes, but for some churches that you go to, and probably the more south you go, the more you'll see it. It is uh, they very dress. much about how you look. Yeah, it's and we we do know where the stores are, especially up here, where the stores are, where you can get the stuff that you're talking about um, to be dressed to the nines and even the tens. Um, trying to think of the department store down. They have a lot of them down in Pennsylvania, <clears throat> but I know it's uh, very popular uh, with um, with black people more than white people. <laughs> Jay and I, um, I have to look that one up. Yeah, there's one in New Haven. Um, my dad what? just calls it the the sample shop. Oh. Um, then of course another place that we go to to get our suits is uh, in Jamaica Queens. Uh, we'll go out Southside Jamaica Queens. Yes. <laughs> uh, actually, Far Rockaway. Jamaica Ave uh, is where. We, although we haven't been there in a long time, but uh, get some. So really you guys great would suits. take like a like a trip down to. Down to New York just to get suits. Yep. We used to do that. Uh, I don't want to say frequently, but enough times that I would I knew how to get there. But it's been so long now that I, I wouldn't know how to get there without consulting. Like you a just GPS. take the highways. I know. I know. But I, I mean, I don't remember the exact routes that my dad took because you knew how to get around tolls. And well, next uh, time you need park. help, you know, you can ask me because I'm master of the East Coast. Of I course, know how to get of around. Of course. You're the ultimate uh, trip advisor. Mm-hmm. Um uh, yeah, but back to you, what you were saying with uh, news anchors and their suits. I'm thinking that Al Velshi might have a a uh, a laundry day suit or a, a cleaner's day suit where he has I don't, a certain I don't suit think that he wears I, to go bring his suits to the cleaner. Oh, you, okay. I because people what you're have like their laundry clothes. Like, oh, it must be laundry day for you. So. Right. But he looks amazing right. when he goes to the cleaner. Just, exactly. yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Right. I thought you were saying when there's a lapse and he doesn't have anything oh, to no, wear. He but he's have a lapse. Uh, Yeah, right, okay. He has a suit to wear to bed. Yeah, he so, probably does. Yeah. Pajamas, it's a it's suit pajamas. Right. Yeah. I've seen it before. Um, it's They're great. Probably super super comfortable, too. Um, it, would it be a three-piece suit? To bed? Yeah. Eh. Or just, just the jacket and tie. Three-piece what? Includes the vest? Yeah. I need to get a vest, man. Next time I, next, next time I, I get dressed up... I've never owned a vest, but I like the vest. I like vests. I like the vest. And um, I've never gone. I've never done it before. Burlington Co. Factory. That's where I get it. <laughs> that's cheese. I like. I like their their. Well, look at this guy's afro. The dude. last time I was there, Phil Spector. Oh, that's on HBO now. I was gonna watch that the other night. Oh, it's Al Pacino. Yeah, it's Al Pacino. I'm like, holy crap! Look at this random. Not guy's... too far away from his regular hair. But he's playing Phil Spector. But Phil Spector. What? Who's Phil Spector? He's that record producer who was crazy, and I think he like played um, uh, what is that game? Roulette, a Russian roulette. Pacino's become a real great character actor lately. Have you ever seen You Don't Know Jack? 
It was I an was, HBO they film. They were right back to back, and I'm like, I want to watch one of these, but I don't have the time right now. Damn, you should watch it, where Al Pacino plays Jack Kevorkian. Maybe I might do that later today. Yeah, it's really good. Really I might good. watch both I, I back recommend back. it. We'll I a, recommend it. A Pacino it. evening. Remember, we can't forget about, um. oh my. Oh, I thought it was. Oh, my stars. What? Oh, my stars and garters. <laughs> For a minute there, I thought it said 31. No, no, I'm keeping, keeping time. <clears throat> um, M- Miguel Ferrar. Right. Speaking of HBO, though, there's a new show coming out. Miguel Ferrer. I think that you would be interested in. Um, it's called Vice. It's based on, I guess it's a magazine, too. It, this is on what? HBO. Mm. I believe it's coming in maybe a couple weeks. Hey, there's your boyfriend. My boyfriend, Justin Timberlake. Oh. He looks different with that weird hair. He's getting older, too. Weird hair. Well, yeah, he is older. And I don't remember if I talked about it last time, but Mirrors, that song, I was a little iffy about. I'm definitely yeah, a yeah. fan of it now. Um, but yeah, Vice on HBO is uh, basically about a show. It's based on a magazine where... It's a uh, show about a show. It's a show about a magazine. But oh. these characters... Not characters. These people, uh, journalists, they're going out to places around the world, including America, but just going places that don't normally get the kind of news coverage that we're used to seeing. They're going to go and talk to whoever they're going to get as close as they can to whatever is going on um, and bring it to you unfiltered or, you know, unrated. And you can do that on HBO versus, you know, CNN. Um, And they're going to show you the dirt down and dirty side of these places that, you know, you don't normally get to see. So I'm like, Hey, that sounds a lot like, what Mike might be into because he likes to go to places and he wants to see I want not to, the I want to, side. Yeah, I want to see, to see the, the gritty, real. the itty gritty. Right, exactly. Yeah. So mm. once I saw this, I'm like, yeah, this would be a good show. I mean, it'd be a good show in general. I think, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to try to check it out. Uh, oh, it's well. nitty gritty. That's what I was trying to think nitty-gritty? of. I'm like, itty you're right. gritty? You're gritty. Gritty is fine. You can just leave it at gritty. Yeah, but I, I said itty gritty and I had to oh, think for a minute. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, that doesn't sound right. That just means they're looking at the tiny little itty bitty. Right. No, I meant nitty gritty. To get down to the nitty, nitty gritty. Nitty gritty, son. But yeah, so look out for Vice because that looks like a it could be a really good show. All right. Um, and speaking of shows, I looked at my TV uh, for the fall 2012-13 prediction. Hmm. Um, I'm pretty much on track for almost getting all the shows that I predict to be canceled. Uh, Tell me. Um, I want to wait until May because that's when everything will be official. There's only like two shows left. That... Then why are you bringing it up I'm now? bringing it up because I happened to look at the list last night. <laughs> the only show I missed was uh, Partners. That one I, I thought was going to last. but it What's that one about? It's gay about, couple? Yeah. Well, yeah. the gay partners, but they have their own separate partners and yeah, whatever. Oh, they're, okay. They're partners in business. And... Right. But one of them's gay. The other one's okay, getting okay, married. Okay. Yep, or, yep. Yeah. Um, but the ones that I did predict, uh, six, six park Avenue canceled, yep. uh, animal practice. I knew that was going to be canceled, like from the premiere they did during the Olympics. And that was just such a stupid show. Hmm. Um, let's see, uh, uh, three guys and a baby or something. Jimmy Fallon show. Um, it's not canceled, but it's on the bubble. Jimmy Fallon's in it. No, he's not in it. He just produces it. Uh, I think it's like three kids and a, and a, I don't remember dads with kids. That's what it's called. Okay. Um, that's not canceled yet, but it probably might be Vegas might be canceled. That's on CBS. It was okay. I watched two episodes. What were they trying to like take casino and make it into a show? They're trying to do it like a period show. Um, but because it takes place in the sixties. Right. So, so yeah, kind of like casino, casino yeah. right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> with sheriff and, uh, what's his face? Uh, Quaid. <laughs> Dan- not, 
<laughs> not Randy Quaid, Dennis Quaid. Den- Dennis Quaid, yeah. Um, uh, what are they? Are they brothers? Yes. Oh. <laughs> they're no relation whatsoever. They look similar, but they're... Yeah, oh, really? They're related. They're brothers. Oh, okay. I'm just going on that. Um, Honestly, I, I didn't really know. Made in Jersey. That didn't last very long. I, can, I think Yeah, how many that. shows do we got to, you know? Yeah. Like I said, next week I'll actually bring the list so I can tell you which ones. Because I'm trying to remember what they are, but I can't. So, I uh, just want to throw that out there that... Um, yeah, I'm on track. So now I just can't wait for the 2013-2014 season. See if I can do it again and predict what shows aren't going to make it. And I only did it for the new shows. I didn't do it for all the shows. That one, uh, Park Avenue 666 or whatever, uh-huh. you, you did actually watch a few episodes so that you could say this show sucks. I tried to follow along. Um, I just lost interest. Um, it was that bad. It wasn't necessarily that bad. It was just, I don't know. I think I just... I just lost interest. Like if I lost a couple episodes and I did have it, in, I had it recorded in the DVR so I can always go back and, you know, binge watch it, which is very popular these days. Was that but, supposed to be like, you know, the evil wall street executives living on park Ave, you know, Ooh, they're like the devil. Like um, the landlords, the landlords, I guess, uh, are like workers for the devil. So anybody who comes in the building, if they need like the a literal favor, devil, yeah, I think so. Really? A lot of evil things happened in that Ooh, building. Um, I mean, it, it, it was I, interesting. I'd probably, I'd probably love it, actually. It was it was interesting. I've got sympathy for the devil, that's all. <laughs> uh, I probably should play a different song that uh, <sighs> relates to that. I, yeah, Sympathy for the Devil by the Rolling Stones. Um, but <clears throat> I don't know. I just I couldn't keep watching. And plus, since I found out it was canceled, I'm like, there's no point in me following along anymore because... What if it ends on a cliffhanger? I'm going to be like, oh, hmm. I'm never going to yeah. know how this ends. So I just stopped where I was, and I don't miss it. So I'm good. Um, and that's that's how that... The, that's the, how that cookie crumbled? Yeah. Are there any new um, uh, Dollar Shave Club commercials? <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think I there are. I was thinking are. about that on the way in. I'm like, I hope they, I hope they come out with a couple new ones. I, that that was would great, be too, dude. because that was a great commercial. Um, Opie and Anthony, uh, they, they, they advertise. They do the, they play that a lot. Mm. Wow. I well, think. that's good, because that's a good commercial. Mm. Dollar Shave Club, dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Um, y'all. I'm trying to think of any other shows that are coming, but I can't think of any right now. Catnaps and cognac. They're good for uh, also talking about TV shows that are that are yes. good and worth watching. Yes, they are. <laughs> uh, so definitely, again, check <clears throat> them out. They are absolutely hilarious. Not only will you be laughing wherever you are, because I tend to be laughing when I'm at work uh, listening to them, right. but you also could learn something too. They always have some kind of um, some something. There's always a valuable to lesson to be right. to be learned. My favorite so far is how they talked about uh, learning how to conduct yourself like uh, for interviews and uh, how to write a better <clears throat> cover letter for your, your resume. But don't they smother that, you know, good intention, you know, walk away, good feeling. You'll learn something sort of dilio with, uh, don't they, you know, start drinking at the end of their show? <laughs> like lesson learned. Let's get smashed. It, it's let's have beers. Not so much as, as a, uh, I just had a kid. Let's drunk. go get beers. <laughs> It's it's more of like a um, a social drinking. Yeah, no, I know. It's not I'm like just I'm just quite being, quite getting just drunk. Being silly, being silly. We gotta take a break. We do, we do. So I'm gonna have to play the, that other song. We'll be back with the uh, B side of um, episode one zero four, Lost Dial. Yep. Once I get my feet together here, there we go. All right. All right. Yeah, we'll be back. Lost Dial. <laughs> All. Sorry. <laughs> 